Improve it, peeps. You are in for a treat today. And I say that with a pun intended. We are talking to the one, the only Helen Leland, formerly Helen Hall. And Helen is just filled with so many tips and tricks on how to show up as your most authentic and vulnerable self. So just quick backstory, Helen is the founder of Blender Bombs and one of my dear friends and neighbors, Bo, is their chief commercial commercial officer, that's a tongue twister, and made this connection. So thrilled to know her. I was a fan of Blender Bombs before meeting Helen and now after researching the amazing work that she has done to build this brand and build this business, I am one of her biggest fans. So let's talk about Helen real quick. Helen is passionate about helping people achieve a balanced and fulfilling life through her 80-20 lifestyle approach, food plus ingredient education, mindset shift work, and inspiring storytelling. All reasons behind the start of Blender Bombs in 2017 to change lives one superfood at a time. And of course, they're 80-20 approved. Now, along with making an impact, Helen loves to travel while cultivating new business opportunities and is your biggest cat enthusiast. Spoiler alert, you might hear about cat camp in this episode. She is an efficient multitasking master and out of the box thinking is her jam. And in her most exciting chapter yet, Helen recently got married to the love of her life, Alan, and they just had their baby girl, Lane. So at the end of the day, the week, the month, the year, Helen's mission is to be able to look back and feel that she's made an impact. You can follow her on Instagram. You can follow along as she authentically shares her vulnerable moments, the blender bomb team's gong hits, and all the lessons learned along the way. With zero filter, zero gatekeeping, and full transparency, you can join her community of 87,000 invested in her journey to make an impact, to spread the 80-20 word, and bring superfood accessibility to the mainstream. I loved this conversation with her. I was just like catching up with a friend. And that's what I want you to listen for today. Helen is the exact same on this show as she shows up on her Instagram, as she shows up in everything she does for Blender Bombs. And this, my friends, is so refreshing. If you are a leader who is looking for a way to show up with more vulnerability, to impact and empower your teams, this is the show for you. Spoiler alert yet again, two spoils. There is a very fun surprise at the end, so stay tuned for that. But without further ado, let's hear how Helen Hall is improving it. Are you a leader searching for new and innovative ways to drive employee engagement and team morale through the roof? Do you want to create a company culture where everyone feels seen, heard, and valued? Hi, I'm Erin Deal, business improv edutainer, philfluencer, and professional Zoombie who is ready to help you improve your it. Your it being the thing that makes you, you. Think of me as your keeping it real professional development bestie who is here to help you learn from your failures, stand tall in your power, and improve yourself so you can improve the lives of others. 
Oh, and did I mention that we are improving your it through play? That's right. I am an improvisational comedy expert who uses experiential learning to help you have your aha ha moments. Those are the moments when the light bulb goes off and you're laughing at the same time. So grab your chicken hat, your notebook, and your inner child because I'm going to take you on a journey that is both fun and transformative. Welcome to the Improve It Podcast. Helen Hollyland, we have you on the pod. I'm singing you in. Thanks You're for good. being here. Thank you so much. This is my day job. The night job is <laughs> calling. Um, okay. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Congrats. We just Thank talked a little you. bit before. Your new mom. Yeah, she's so squishy. She's so cute. Two she's, weeks old today. You're incredible for being here. I literally don't think I could walk out of my apartment at two weeks pre-postpartum. Like, truly, I still needed, like, a pillow attached oh, to me at yeah. all times. I was like, oh. They need to give out those donut pillows at the hospital because that really, really helped. Like, the Frida Baby donut pillows. Yes. Fun fact for you, I uh, broke my tailbone snowboarding in high school, and I had one of those, and I carried it around and had people sign it like a calf. (laughs) You had to sit on it in every class. Yep. And I was like, listen. And it was like, I was on the dance team, and it was my senior year, and so it was like the senior dance, and I couldn't jump or anything. So I just like mimed the music with my butt pillow. (laughs) Really weird. Okay, enough about me. I want you to tell our Improve It peeps. Five facts about you that we couldn't find from the internet, your bio, Blender Bombs website. Like, what are five interesting things about you that no one knows that you could share right here? And I got a little ditty that goes with it. It goes like this. Five facts, five facts, five facts, five facts, five facts. (laughs) What comes to mind, Helen? Okay, honestly, the first thing is, and this is so weird, but like my husband and I share a toothbrush. Oh my <laughs> God. But that's Not because weird. he has he has the fancy toothbrush. And I had bought the fancy toothbrush and then I lost my fancy toothbrush. Like, you know, the two hundred and fifty dollar yeah. toothbrushes. And I was like, I'm so addicted to the way your mouth feels afterwards though, but I didn't want to go spend, you know, another two hundred and fifty dollars after I had lost the toothbrush that I had for two weeks. I like oh left it in God. a hotel room and they never found it. So we share a toothbrush. That's one. That's one. We're coming back to that. Okay, two. Oh gosh. Number two is I think a lot of a lot of people just assume that I eat super, super, super clean. And I I don't eat super, super clean. I eat clean. Like 80-20, which you can find on the internet, but people still for some reason they just assume that I'm vegan or vegetarian, but I'm not. People are always surprised by that. <laughs> um, I love dairy. Okay. Okay. That answers a question for me. Okay. Three. Three. Oh, gosh. Okay. Ugh. I do this thing called cat camp. And you'll know this if you watch my stories. But like I said, it's hard It's hard to pick five facts that literally no one knows because there are no secrets in my yeah. life. Like everything's an open book. Um, I do this thing called cat camp where like four or five times a year I'll foster kittens and literally, like, I put my heart and soul into raising these kids for a month. And then I give them off to whoever. Like, 
I find owners for them, but I always foster like two at a time. And then I find an owner who will take both of them normally through Instagram. But like I'm talking, we take this cat on walks. We take this cat to other people's houses. So they get used to people. We take the cats like, I'll like put it in Cooper's mouth. So it gets used to dogs. Like Cooper's our golden retriever. Um, Cat camp. Now we're in baby camp. Cat camp. I love that. And I love that you can walk cats. I didn't know you could walk cats. Well, I carry them so they I get see. used to it, but then I they learn you. to like follow me when they're older. They'll follow you on a walk. Got it. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Like okay. I should be charging for sure for cat camp, but I'm not. You should. <laughs> this is another revenue stream that we need to monetize. Okay. Number four, listen up, Blender Bombs. Cat camps are, are next and we'll make, yeah. we make cat bombs. You know? Yeah, we should. Okay. Four. And this is a vulnerable one, but like, People assume, okay, oh, you have a business and it's nationally distributed with Whole Foods. It's in 1,200 Walmarts. Like, you must be rolling in it. I'm not literally not even taking a salary. Like, I don't take a penny from the business right now. I did for the first few years, but something that I decided to do was hire someone who could, we could build him up to be the CEO right now. He's chief commercial officer, but he's interim CEO while I'm on maternity leave, but like gave him my salary and then some, but that's because I know that I'm not fit to be the CEO. Once we get to a certain revenue point, like I can do it now while we're at X amount of revenue. But once we cross that, like, I think honestly, 5 million in annual revenue threshold, like I can't run a budget. Yeah. So people always assume that we're making tons of money and it's not true. You know, it's startup world. But I love that truth. This is, this is where we're here to talk about this vulnerability. I love it so much. Okay. And number five. Um, number five is, this is dumb, but I could eat the same thing every day and like never get tired of it. No, it's not dumb. I totally do the same thing. My breakfast yeah. has not changed in like 10 years. Like for real. <laughs> What's your breakfast? Oh my God. It's so boring. Faye yogurt. And then I put like uh-huh. raspberries or if I'm feeling crazy, <laughs> I'll add almonds, Helen. Okay. If I'm nuts. If I'm nuts. If you're, I saw, see you what you did there. Yes, mm-hmm. did. What about mm-hmm. you? What do you, what are your like go-tos? Like uh, a smoothie and yep. then the blender bomb bars. I pasta, like the same pasta I could have every day. Yep. Um, just pasta with like red sauce and Parmesan or, and like vegetables or lately Elizabeth got me hooked on this pasta with this. She freezes peas and spinach and like basil and olive oil and sea salts and a bunch of other stuff and puts them into cubes. So you just microwave the cubes for the sauce and just put it over pasta. That sounds amazing and easy. Peanut butter pretzels. Yeah. Oh, peanut butter pretzels. Yes. Okay. See, I'm loving this. This is why I love this game because I know so many things now about you that I wouldn't know and it's amazing. And I feel like, the first of all, you're vulnerable in all of that. The fact that you're like, you would know this on my stories is because you share so many awesome things that help people connect to you as a leader, as a founder. So I want to really hone in on that. But I also want to ask you if you have an intention for today's show, if you could say one word that you want to give the Improve It peeps today, what would it be? I would say the word hustle and not in the sense like, this is something that Bo taught me as well. 
because that word has been around since the very beginning. Like my original Instagram name back when people had these types of handles was like hush up and hustle before I changed it to my name. And then the name of our smoothie bar is hustle and we're rebranding Blender Bumps the word hustle, but it's not hustle in terms of go, 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 go. It's like hustle in terms of like find your hustle and like what drives you, like what your passion project is. So it's like, what, what makes you want to hustle sort of thing? Yeah. And then to focus on that. I love that. It's like, find your, find your, which we're going to talk about. We call it the it here. So it's like, what's your it? What's your passion? What gets you out of bed? And I love that because you've, you do a lot. And Bo, if, if for everyone listening is, is your C (laughs) chief commercial officer, interim CEO. Is that right? Yes. Yes, and he's yes. also my neighbor and my yeah, friend. He <laughs> throw a rock at him. Yeah. And he, truly, I can. And our kids are <laughs> friends and they're wonderful people. So you are a new mom. You're an entrepreneur. You're a leader. And I'm loving, like I said, I've told you this before we hit record, but I love following you now. I did, And I Thank love, you. you know, I found some smoothie advice. I'm loving some smoothies. I've got some Amazon tips for my closet. Yes. Um, I love Amazon. Oh my God, me too. It's, it's like, if it's so bad and I want to support small business, I really do. But but you are, I will tell you this as a small business. I love when people buy my stuff from Amazon because, and I honestly, I link Amazon, like Blender Bombs Amazon more than I like Blender Bombs website because even though Amazon takes 30%, chances of you reordering are much higher because it's so much easier to buy on Amazon. Oh. I'm so glad you said that because honestly, I always feel guilty because I want to support the local, but it is so freaking easy as a working parent. It's so easy for me to press that button. You have to be sane. Yeah. And we make just as much money off Amazon as we do if you were to buy it at a wholesale studio, like the cycling place that you talked about. Okay. So don't, and on you, the same amount of money too. honestly, more money than if you bought it at Whole Foods. Okay, that makes sense. And that, so that goes good. for all food products or most products anyway. Okay. Okay, Helen, look at this knowledge I'm getting dropped right now. I love that because <laughs> truly I was like, I've, every Christmas I'm like, I'm shopping local. But then it's like, you know, it happens where I can't. So life gets in the way. We got to get the local people to sell on Amazon. Okay, this is good <laughs> news. This is good. I'm going to ask you this though, because I'm loving all the things that you share. I like the mission behind what you do. When did you start sharing your life this authentically? Was it when you launched Blender Bombs? Was it before? Tell us mm, that. This is a really good question. And it's actually something that I need to share with Bo as well. But yeah. I'll just talk about it on the podcast. When I first started Listen Blender Bo. Bombs, yeah, when I first started Blender Bombs and it grew really quickly, really fast, I was spending 80% of my time on Instagram stories, being authentic, sharing, doing what I'm doing now. So much customer interaction in the DMs, resharing what other customers are saying, resharing what other customers' questions are, answering them. I did that and it really grew my platform and it really grew the business. When the business got big, I had to completely shift my focus from being myself on Instagram to running the business. So for the last four years, I did not have any bandwidth to like share day to day what was going on in my life on Instagram because 
I was running the business. Now, since we've hired Bo, I now have that time to go back on Instagram and share. And I hired Elizabeth, who you just met. Um, she also sees the vision and she has helped tremendously in just pushing me more to do the Q and a. So a lot of what, like if, if there's a question to answer up there, it's like, cause Elizabeth was like, Hey, this is a really good question for you to answer. Because at this point I've been making smoothies for so long. I don't even know what would be helpful to someone else or not. Totally. So it's really nice having her be like, this is something that a lot of people ask and a lot of people are confused about. So answer this. But it's only because I now have time to do it. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how people work. Be a mom. Be an influencer. Like, I don't, I don't know. No, I don't. I, I truly don't. Let me say this. I totally hear you because I made my Instagram public in March of 2020 when my completely in-person business was shutting down. I, and before that, Improve It started in 2014. Well, really 2015. I didn't have a single day to even think about social media or I didn't even try to because I didn't have a, a, a minute in the day that I wasn't doing something because all hands were in every part of the business, right? Yep. So that's really interesting that you started before you hired a team, but then it became so overwhelming. And now you're back because you have that team. You just have to like pick your priorities. And the priority was keeping afloat the current customers and the current sales that we had. But then it takes away from my ability to grow the business. Totally. So we definitely saw that pattern. And like, you know, we expanded, we're able to get a lot, you know, our customers are in the Southeast, but I can't expand any more than that when I can't be active on social media. Totally. Or like expand that way. There's obviously other ways to expand, but yeah. And you've done a real. I've what I've when I've looked through your stuff. I just thought you did a really good job of finding people with similar audiences, doing great collaborations, connecting with the consumers in a real way. Because I really think that that's what builds trust is authenticity and just being real and vulnerable. So. I know this, but if you could give like a log line, like if, if this was a movie, if Blender Bombs was a movie and you could tell us the log line of the movie in two to three sentences, how did you create Blender Bombs? I gained weight in college, 30 pounds. <laughs> Yo-yo dieted to lose it. Nothing worked until I started having smoothies and implementing more whole foods in my diet. And yeah. Then I became a personal trainer after college. They wouldn't make smoothies because it took too long. And so I started making blender bombs for them to make it easier to make smoothies. It's crazy. And I, I too, let me tell you this for free. I was a dancer. <laughs> I gained some, I gained 30 LBs. I went, now I know where you went. Just Helen, I, you don't know this about me. Maybe you do. I went to Clemson. It's okay. I don't care about sports. All right. Me neither. Me neither. Okay. I'm actually a Georgia fan. Okay. This is fair. This is fair. <laughs> but you know, it's funny. I was choosing between going to South Carolina or going to Georgia. And I was visiting South Carolina the weekend of the Alabama-South Carolina game that was at South Carolina. And we beat Alabama. That's crazy. So I was like, I'm going to this school. Like, we're a football powerhouse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, Alabama just lost last weekend to Tennessee. I so, know. You know, th the Southern football is real. This is a real thing. Football all over the country is real. But 
the Southeast, football is strong. We have a strong... It's the only reason you go to college. Yeah. And I so I danced at Clemson. This is where I was going with this. I danced at Clemson. Let me just, Helen, let me preface. We wore purple spandex. <laughs> okay. Oh now, my God. It was, this was pre the cute little sequin outfits you see these dancers in today. And I was 30 pounds heavier than I am currently. <laughs> I could have used a blender bomb moment. Instead, I, I just drank from every keg I could find. But, you know, I truly hear this and it's cool how this came to be because you yo-yo diet. You try to figure it out until you find stuff that works for your body. And this yep. just really worked for you. And now it's, it is, I will like to say it's a phenomenon. I think you've created this in, in parallel with the 80-20 lifestyle. So if you can explain to the Improve It peeps what that means, I've, I've done my research, I know, but tell us what this 80-20 lifestyle is. The 80-20 lifestyle is so important and um, it, it makes me really happy. I was at a restaurant, like a hamburger joint the other day and um, I was eating a kale salad though <laughs> with spinach dip. And um, this girl behind me was like talking to her friend. Their friend was like, I'm vegan. And I'm like, why are you at a hamburger yeah. restaurant? Anyway. And then the other girl was like, I'm 80-20. Like I felt 80-20. And I was like, yes, it makes me so happy. But also Tom Brady talks about 80-22. So uh, it was probably him. 80-20 <laughs> means, for me, it means 80%. If I was to take out every ingredient of food that I ate over a week and put it all on the table, probably around 80% of it would be like a whole food plant-based ingredient. That's all it means. And then 20% would be whatever else I wanted, literally no restrictions. But the goal is just to keep it in the forefront of my head to be eating mostly whole food plant based and then some, you know, peanut butter pretzels, like whatever it is that I'm craving or like a milkshake, if it's a milkshake that day. And then in terms of like your mindset, it's in more than just food, 80-20 means whatever it is that you have to do or and this is going to mean a lot now that I'm a mom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> whatever is on your to-do list or whatever you're trying to accomplish or whatever goal you set out to, I am happy with just doing it 80% of the time or like, you know, meeting 80% of my goal. Like I'm not trying to be an A-plus student over here. That is not in my personality. I'm type B. I would rather be, I would rather be less stressed than stressing myself out trying to be perfect Ooh. because I think that like... In anything, weight maintenance, your happiness levels, your ability to sleep, like your cortisol levels and your stress levels are the most important thing. Yes. Like even before food. Oh my God. You know? It's so, truly, I hear you on that because I'm, I'm in this process of like, where is this pain in my back coming from? And I realize a lot of it is through mental stress. And I mm -hmm. am a recovering perfectionist turned fluencer. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. Like... <laughs> 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 but no, truly, it's it is a debilitating perfectionism is a debilitating disease. And how cool that you are like, listen, I'm cool because it's all about the progress, not the perfection. And I have been given a crash course in that over the past few years. Truly, I think this pandemic changed the way that I'll look at things forever for the better. But it's so nice that you've decided to lean into this mindset that you've you're challenging other people to do the same you're you're educating people 
And who cares about Tom Brady? This is yours, okay? This, yeah, yeah. who cares? I own the Yes, trademark. Tom. Suck it, Tom. Okay. Or Tom, we can like collaborate. Yes, <laughs> he's listening. So Tom, call Helen, okay? <laughs> hey, Tom, I know you're here. But I will, I also want to point out though, that that I do that in my personal life, but then with work, when it if something involves someone else, I am more of a perfectionist because I don't want to let that person yeah. down. So it's like if I have a meeting with someone at eleven o'clock, I'm gonna be on time every time just because that's out of respect for them. But I also know that because my personality is type B and like I'm not gonna try and change that. That's just how I've always been. It's what makes me happy. That is why I need someone else to be CEO eventually because once we start taking on investors and we're using other people's money and we are um growing like I I want someone type A in that role totally 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 and then I'll be more of like the marketing visionary side of things is that what you like to do like have you outsourced all the things that you don't like to do yeah that was the first thing I did that's why I, we, I have not made money personally like I should have because I just spend all my money on outsourcing the things that increase my stress yes. levels. No, I'm so with you. No, <laughs> for real. That's why I have a night nurse. Yes, as you should. And let me tell you something. I am the, I am just shocked and impressed that you are here at two weeks because let me tell you, the Erin of two weeks postpartum, she was like, I be I would have like bottles attached to my boobs. Okay, I would be. Oh yeah, I've got a pump. Yeah, you know all the things, and I would be a total a total zombie, and the bags <laughs> would not look like shopping sprays under my eyeballs. They would be real bags. I've got my little leak yeah. in here. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. But okay, so this is why I think personally, yeah, I've started following you. I'm so intrigued. I'm like Helen. Yes. People love real stuff. And sometimes I don't swear on this show, but I'm going to. (laughs) Today, kids, get your earmuffs. People love real shit. This is authenticity. And I am, I'm just not shocked, but I'm so impressed with how you are the same through and through. And you're like, this is the real deal. I'm going to give it to you. But I want to ask you, does that just something like that comes naturally? And do you think that has brought you to where you are today? I have thought about this a lot because I always thought it was normal to be so open. But then when I went to college and in high school, I mean, in college and like after college and people, not everyone was like that. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. So I, I remember like studying people and being like, what aren't they sharing? What are they sharing, et cetera. So I think why I am so real is a couple of things. A, I don't ever do anything bad. Like there's nothing in my past that like I'm ashamed of. Obviously, I've made so many mistakes and like I've done bad things. I've like cheated on boyfriends. I've, I mean, I've done bad things, but it's not anything I'm embarrassed of because like I, I learned from it and I can be open about it. The other thing is I have a brother who is a year and a half older than me and he has learning disabilities, but he's very high functioning. And he does not have a filter. And I have, I grew up with him. Like he was my only sibling. There's <laughs> literally no filter at all. So I'm thinking that's normal because he's older than me. And honestly, he was like at all of my sports games growing up. Like I was at his, people love 
his authenticity and vulnerability. They love that he doesn't have a filter and it's a straight shooter. And he's given an excuse because he has learned disabilities, but, or intellectual disabilities, I should say. So I guess I just started doing it and I've never gotten in trouble for being so honest. Yeah. And I think it's refreshing. Like, I'm like, yes, the world needs more leaders to do this because you lead a team, you have a brand, you, do you think that that was instrumental in building the community that you have now? Yeah, a hundred percent. I just think because people trust me. Yeah. But the problem is like, if I was spreading false information openly, like that, that's not good. And I would get in trouble. Um, and at the very beginning of blender bombs, you know, if I, I would reshare what other people had said, and I've had to learn to be really careful about that, because even if what someone else said, if it wasn't a hundred percent true, like it's not, I don't need to be sharing anything that could influence someone else. Yeah. Um, no matter how many followers I have, even if I only have a hundred followers, you got to be careful about that. So I did learn that lesson. <laughs> yeah, no. And I think, I mean, you, and it's interesting because I think as leaders, I think this perfectionism is sometimes really polarizing. And so you either go to one side. So if you go to one side where you don't share authentically and you're not vulnerable, then people don't get to know the real you, then who are they working for? Right. And then if you go to the other extreme, it's almost like, and I, I may come as a shock to you, Helen, but I also keep it real, real as well. And the mouth just goes sometimes. (laughs) Who knew? Who knew? knew? But I I hear you. Once you, and it's like those mistakes that you make sometimes need to happen in order for you to not make them again. And I'm talking about myself. I'm talking about everybody. Like you got to do it. You got to do it. And then you're like, oh, and then the next time the situation arises, I've actually stopped doing things that I've done in the past. And I don't know if I would have done that otherwise without something there to kick me in the pants and say, stop, you know? So let me ask you this. Has showing up so authentically, it obviously has catapulted you with blender bombs. I think it's very refreshing. I, I, I just was following your content and I said, yes, we need this. Has it had an impact on you personally being so authentic? Does it... Does it feel good? How does that feel to you? Yeah, it feels so good. It feels nice having like-minded people. And like you just made a comment that I think that's what you said. Correct me if I'm wrong. But like that there's two types of people, you know, showing up on Instagram. There's, there's, or there's two extremes. Like there's the super authentic, vulnerable people, which is kind of like what you and I are doing. And then there's the perfectionist whose Instagram feed is perfectly curated, whose house is always to the tens and et cetera like that. And it is crazy that there are literally two different types of people and people are drawn to different types of people like that. Right. Yeah. Um, But I think for me personally, it's, I love showing up every day on Instagram and answering people's questions as best as I can, because it's the DMs. And like, that's what I like the DMs and the interaction with customers and hearing like how what I said impacted their day or how the blender bombs are helping them or if they have a question, if we can help them. Like, I just I absolutely eat it up. I love it. It's so fulfilling to me. Yeah. And the problem with the but the problem is like, I'm stuck behind the screen, right? So I'm behind the screen all day. And that's why the smoothie bar is such an amazing outlet. Because 
every time I go into the smoothie bar, there's a customer in there who like I've DMs with before and they introduce themselves and then I get to meet people in person. And that's what I really like. Mm, that's so cool. Cause you are, you are impacting people's health. You're impacting their just digestive system, which is huge. You're <laughs> impacting uh, their mental state, which is so great. And I feel like to me, this is the way of the world. I feel like the pandemic really, especially in corporate America, because we have a lot of people in corporate America who listen to this show. I think a lot of people prior to the pandemic were so stifled. They would wear these business suits and they would show up to work and do the thing. And, you know, and they had this hypothetical mask that they wore. And then we were forced to sit inside and be on Zoom for a long time. And in that way, people really showed their true colors. You could see their pets. You could see their homes. You could see, you Mm -hmm. know, who they were, the person behind the suit, the power suit. And it's so cool. And that is just showing up more and more as authentic, as real and People want to work for people like that. People want to follow people who are just real. And it seems like so much work to try to not be that way. I don't know. I feel like it's refreshing. So, and you're very vulnerable too. I mean, even one of your facts today was super vulnerable. So let me ask you this. You use this authenticity, this vulnerability to create a community and empower them. But how does your community and the community behind Blender Bombs empower you? Mm, so much. Just they, and and people like, I've had interns who have helped me with my DMs and stuff, and they'll all say this, but we don't get any negative, negative DMs. Like there's no cyberbullying. Everyone is so nice. And it's almost like there's some sort of shield on the DMs where people, like no negativity enters it. I mean... I say no, 99.9% of everything is just so positive. And it's also people can be like challenging. Oh, if something's out of stock somewhere, <laughs> they let me know. Yeah, yeah. If, but they're, they, they want got, your product. Yes. If they got an expired bar from Amazon, like they let me know. Or if, if someone is messing up somewhere with our products, like I'm the first to know. They send me a DM. If, someone is on their phone at the smoothie bar like they like an employee they, they me, it is so funny they're like little tattletales yes um but also i think it creates a safe space for people to be so vulnerable with me and just when people are vulnerable with me too it just feels like a close yeah i guess yeah it feels like they know you without knowing you like Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I can't, can I just say this? Like, I don't, like, we've never met until today virtually or in person, but I kind of feel like I know you. Like, I'm kind of like, hey, yeah. Helen, how's, how's Lane? You know? <laughs> how, how, that's normal. Yeah. Which it's is crazy. For sure. I feel so weird, but I'd be weird if nobody watched my stuff. That yes. would be weird. Yes. And I think you put a lot of heart and soul into that. And so, you pouring that into your community is a direct correlation of the energy. So they're giving you back the energy that you give them. Yeah, is really 100%. what I think always. is beautiful. And you're always doing it in a positive light. Like you said, you're not ripping people apart. You're empowering them. You're giving them great pieces of advice. You're making their day better, which I think is so awesome. So let me ask you this. 
you know, a lot of leaders listen to this show. So if somebody is struggling with letting go, if they're struggling with showing up perfectly and they're only showing one side of a story, what would you say to them to help them let go and to show up more vulnerably? Um, I think for people who don't naturally do it, it's going to be a hard, it's going to be a hard thing, but I would start by first like journaling, like the power of journaling is so important, I think. Um, And when, if you're trying to change something, journaling about it is the first step I always go to. Uh, So practicing like telling someone your story via journal. So like you're talking to someone, but no one's actually listening and it helps develop confidence. And then baby steps, like taking it to a friend or a family member or a stranger, whichever one feels more comfortable to you. Sometimes people prefer opening up to strangers. And then once you do that a couple of times and you can gauge someone else's response to whatever you're being vulnerable about and you like their response, you'll, you'll start developing confidence to share everything vulnerably. But it's everything that you say whenever you share it, it's all about the tone and the delivery of it. It's like if you say something with humility, no one will ever have a poor reaction to what you're saying. But if you say something with an undertone of like pompousness or whatever, then they're probably going to be like a little turned off. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's awesome. I think a, a practice where you can get it on paper is key. And that's a, I go, that goes hand in hand with mindfulness. Do you do anything every day to start your day? Are you a journaler? I actually used to a lot. Like, so like I just kind of mentioned, if the goal is to change, like if there's something about myself I'm trying to change, I'm hands down and all the mindfulness stuff until that thing has changed about me. Um, and so I did a lot of that over the last few years. And really, over the last few months, I haven't been doing as much. But I also feel like I'm at a place where I'm just so much at peace with myself and my life that there's not really anything I'm trying to change right now from a personal side of things like work stuff I'm always trying to change but from personal side of things I'm super content like I can look at myself in the mirror and be like you're good like we're doing 10 out of 10 today or 9 out of 10 today yes I love that but I wasn't always like that and I had to do a lot of mindfulness work to get there yeah I mean I I, I do it constantly it's like a constant reminder because I do think I'm the same way. There's stuff like there's moments and it's so fun. You're in this nesting stage. You've just Mm -hmm. got this beautiful little squishy baby and it's such a beautiful time. So I really hope you just sit there and just enjoy that day. Oh, and I have, I was so worried I wouldn't be able to get away from email, but I like my maternity plan was the first three weeks. Like I do not look at email. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I still browse it if there's anything uh-huh. emergency, but um, I don't, I'm not responding or opening anything. You're so. doing it. I'm so impressed. Well, is there any books that you would really recommend or something that has inspired you that somebody listening here today from a leadership perspective could, could grab and read that you love? Yes. Okay. So from a leadership perspective, the Almanac of Naval. I'm going to butcher his last name, Ravi Kant or something like that. 
get the hardback, don't get the audiobook because it's one that you're gonna, it's just little bits of insight and it is mind blowing. It's okay. the best book ever. Everyone that I've recommended it to is like, thank you so much for telling me about this book. Like from a leadership side of things, if you're in that position, you have to read that book. I also am obsessed with Let My People Go Surfing, which is by the, you know, the Patagonia guy. Talk about a man living out his mission. <laughs> yeah. And then let me actually Amazon look it up real quick because I'm forgetting it. No, I love this. We're going to link to these in the show notes too, because it's always so insightful. To ha- First of all, I've never heard of the Patagonia book. I got to get that immediately. Oh, you gotta get it. Love everything that that company stands for. So this is good because people will definitely want to grab these, latch on. I'm going to Audible, actually. This this book is one that you are going to want to Audible. Oh, yeah. There's Kara's book that I read. That was so good. Oh, yeah. she Hi, Kara Golden on the show. She, that book, I read that via Audible as well. And I felt like when I actually talked to her, it was like I knew, again, her whole life story. And talk about, she, she has four kids. Ooh. She had her fourth child while getting hint into, I think, Whole Foods. Like, how do you do that? I yeah. don't know how. I don't either. Okay, well, I can't find this. Oh, Earth is Hiring. The That's Earth it. is Hiring. Okay, we're linking to these. I love that. See, this is fun. See, we all need more books in our repertoire here. So we'll link to all three of those. Let me ask you this question. We always say improve it. Your it is what hustle means to you. It's your purpose. It's your passion. It's the thing that you were put here on this earth to do. So what is Helen Hall Leland's it? Blender bombs. And so this is why I'm like, why I wanted that to be the mission before we did the podcast was what I've learned that works for me is I used to have like, obviously everyone has like a lot of things that spark their interest and you want to try different things out and see like what lights you up and what you want to spend your life doing, blah, blah, blah. I tried so many different things, even after Blender Bomb started, like opening smoothie bar, opening, like doing a cookie company, like an alcohol company, like just a bunch of different things. But like at the end of the day, what was fulfilling, what was healthy, what drove me, what I felt good about, what was mission driven, um, what had a purpose and what was like making the most money was Blender Bombs. And so learning how to narrow down my hustle so I can give my energy into one thing and doing it really well instead of like spreading my energy out over a bunch of different things. That was a breaking, I mean, that was a turning point for me. And so my it is Blender Bombs. I love it. I love it. And I'm so happy it it exists. I love them. I actually, as you know, I told you this before we hit record, I'm now a fan, a raving fan. Yay! I'll send you a gift card. Oh, stop. <laughs> Keep going. And also the drizzle. So. My son, the three-year-old, his name's Jackson. Um, we love the drizzle. We put it on everything. And so he was at school and they were doing like, they were using glue to do raindrops with the Elmer's glue, like the drip Elmer's glue. So mm-hmm. they put a little drop on the paper. They were teaching them that it's not a rain or it's a raindrop, not sure. a puddle. So don't put like a whole puddle of glue on your paper. And so he put a little bit more than a raindrop and he looks at his teacher and he goes, it's a drizzle. Oh, <laughs> and it's, it's because he loves drizzles. He dw- he has a drizzle, drizzle. on his um, toes. 
podcast and it's such a cool, you've expanded the Blender Brom brand, which I think is so cool. Tell the Improve It peeps if they want some Blender Bombs, if they want to get to know Helen, if they want to connect, send you one of those fun DMs. How do they do it? Yes. Well, first we can do a discount code for anyone that's listening. <gasps> the code can be Improve It and it'll yes! be 15% off. Yes. What? Listen here. Yes. And okay. You can share that on like all social medias or whatever. But BlenderBombs.com only. So not on Amazon. Yes. Okay. It's exciting, Helen. Thank you. And everybody get you some. Improve it. You just yes. will link to that in the show notes too. And then um, if anyone has like specific questions, you can just DM me on Instagram at Helen Leland. L-E-L-A-N-D. I was like, it's so weird changing my name, like saying a new last name. Are you are you hyphened? Are you hyphened? Or are you just Helen Leland now? I am Helen Leland on Instagram. I will eventually get rid of the hall, but probably in like a year. Yeah. I love the name Lane Leland. Lane, I know, me that too. Is, the, alliter- the alliteration there is beautiful. Beautiful. She better be a little, little sassy little Lane. Oh, she's, she is bringing so much to this world. I can't wait. And I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited. And she'll have to meet Jackson at some point when yeah. you come back to Charleston. So thank you so much. You, Helen, you're the bomb. Okay. Let's just pun intended. <laughs> you too. You have really empowered me to show the real deal more often. And I know that all of our listeners are here for this conversation and are just so empowered to go out there and be their true vulnerable selves. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Yes, of course. Thank you guys. Thank you. Improve it. Yes. To Helen, yes to the 80-20 lifestyle, yes to that discount code for Blender Bombs. So, so cool. We have our own discount code. Go to blenderbombs.com and use the code IMPROVEIT to get 15% off. I'm obsessed with these now. I, like I said, love the drizzle, which is this very naturally ingredient made almost syrup-like drizzle that you put on top of your smoothies. But go ahead, go to the website, look at the Blender Bombs, look at all of the Blender Bars, get yourself one of these Blender Bombs and try them in your smoothie. My favorite is the cacao and peanut butter. It is so delicious and nutritious. So, you know, I like to give you some homework. Here is your homework. I want you to look in the mirror and ask yourself, How can I show up this authentically? How can I show up as this person I see across from me today? Because guess what? You already have that it that the world needs. Show it to us. Give us the energy that you are meant here to do and do it with vulnerability and authenticity. That's the type of leader that your team needs. That's the type of person that people want to follow. So don't be afraid to be you. I loved this talk with Helen. It was so refreshing. And I hope that you take away that vulnerability impacts and empowers others. 
you know what I'm going to say. Keep failing, keep improving, because the world needs that very special it that only you can bring. I'll see you next week. Hey friend, did you enjoy today's show? If so, head on over to iTunes to rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Now, did I mention that when you leave a five-star review of the Improve It podcast, an actual team of humans does a happy dance? Mm Mm-hmm, that's right. So leave a review for us on iTunes, screenshot it, and send me an email at info at learntoimproveit.com. I'll send you a personalized video back as a thank you. Thanks so much for listening. Improve it, peeps. I'll see you next Wednesday. 